0: Perry, and I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hi. Hello. So we're here with Don't Go
1: Breaking My Heart. (laughs) They didn't even play the song in the movie. I know it was really weird. I was expecting it and then I thought, maybe they're doing a different rendition and I'm just not paying enough attention so I didn't hear, like, notice it. Yeah, I did not hear it. Did they play it on the previews, though? I can't remember. I don't think so. Interesting. Okay. Do you want to give the quick summary of this movie? (laughs) Sure. Miranda runs a boot camp for the recently brokenhearted. She begins to form a connection with her new client, Ben, who is also an undercover reporter, investigating whether her boot camp is a fad or a phenomenon.
0: Hmm.
1: Ryan Pavey, Italia Ricci. Yep. This movie was
0: just okay. (laughs) I agree. Because we have so few things to say about it. We're going to do the quick set style storyline voting style. So So what did you give it for set? I gave it a three because I thought it was pretty average. Although I guess I did like his apartment. It was really nice. (laughs) And I guess her studio, the outside of it was nice like that building
1: i mean i do i do remember now that you're mentioning it like the the lake and stuff like that when he first shows up there Mm -hmm. that was really nice but other than that i just couldn't remember anything that was really amazing about it
0: yeah i remember something terrible about the set more and it was at the very end i guess When he has, he's in his office and has all these windows so he can look out on the city and it is a terrible green screen. It is so (laughs) fake looking. The lighting is off. It was just, it was horrible. I'm
1: like, oh my goodness. (laughs) I didn't even, I did not even pay attention to that. But I think you do pay attention to that more than I do.
0: Well, when it's so obviously fake, it's hard to miss. I just don't get how difficult it is to find an office with a good view or just making the green screen stuff look better. Like, why does it have to look so cheap? Like, it's literally a picture that they just dropped outside of a window to fake it.
1: This movie was so slow for me. I don't think I was, like, fully invested at that point. I didn't really. At the end, I was like, aren't we done yet?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there wasn't a lot pushing this movie forward sadly even though i like ryan pavy a lot and i like her okay i can't say like any of her other movies that i loved or anything so she's just fine for me
1: yeah i don't really have opinions on i like ryan i think i feel like he was the best part of this movie as he is in most of the <laughs> movies he's in <laughs> true um but yeah so you gave it a three two yep sure did okay Okay. what did you give them for style um a two because I really did not like her hair for (gasps) the vast majority of this movie oh wow I gave it a three and
0: I commented that I didn't mind her hair as much once I got used to it
1: (laughs) I felt like it was really bad especially at the um obstacle course thing Mhm. I felt like it looked really bad there. Um that was probably the worst. I just don't know. I don't I did not care for it and then aesthetically like I don't remember anything style-wise that really stood out to me. The only thing I remembered
0: and I wrote down was that she wore a very similar pink jacket to Cindy Busby in Chasing Waterfalls. I don't think it was the same pink jacket, but it was very similar and I feel like, well, I guess maybe all their movies, they have the women wear pink a lot. But I just feel like these past two movies, it's been the spring color that they've been pushing.
1: Mm. I, I mean, you commented on the Cindy Busby one last week, and I don't really remember that one. And I do not, I can't think of the, the coat that you're talking about right now or jacket. Well, I mean,
0: it wasn't super exciting. The only reason I noticed it because I thought Cindy wore something like it. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like a standout, awesome, amazing piece. This is again another movie where it wasn't all outdoors, but it was still very active. So it felt again like we we're just trying to wear functional clothing that wasn't yeah. meant to be stylish.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's no like a, a lot of them have like a party at the end or something like that where you get to see some sort of style come out. And this one. Didn't have that either. There really wasn't any big event. No, they had that final thing, but Ryan didn't even go to that.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't count that. I barely remember that. <laughs> <laughs> they had this big bonfire to be the the moment they burn these letters that they wrote to their exes, or they decide to send the letters, and it just felt anticlimactic
1: <laughs> at that point. I think it's really funny because you know. One of my favorite things about the New Year's Resolution movie was the bonfire thing where they were burning their resolutions. Mm -hmm. That one was done much better. Yeah. I think it's so funny how it can be so different. I had no connection to that part. (laughs) Thought it was funny (laughs) that he brought his own chair to burn because he can't. I'm like, man, just sell the chair. Get some money out of it. Well, it's funny about that guy. So...
0: He has a British accent in the movie. Uh And the whole time I was like, oh, is this another fake British accent? Clearly, I cannot tell real from fake. It just all seems fake for me. But he is apparently a British born living in Canada.
1: So (laughs) (laughs) It was probably real. (laughs) Probably. What did you have for storyline?
0: I think this is going to surprise you. I'm not sure if it's totally warranted. But I gave it a four. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just because I liked that they made the guy the snooping reporter with the article, you know, that could ruin the girl but doesn't. And so it was opposite from the normal the girl writer. And a heartbreak boot camp isn't a terrible idea. The movie just was kind of boring.
1: I agree. Uh, I did not give it a four. (laughs) I gave it a two, actually, for storyline, (gasps) because it was so boring. That's worse than Chasing Waterfalls. I know. (laughs) Cindy must be coming from the back. I know. I just didn't... I really felt like I was not super invested in this movie, for the vast majority of it. There was a couple of funny parts that I thought were really good, um, mm-hmm. The part with the boxing, where she tries to get him to punch this bag, and he punches it so hard it hits the other guy, the guy, the British guy, <laughs> and then the British guy punches his and sends it back to at him and hits him with it, and that was funny.
0: Yeah, I laughed out loud at that part. That was the most interested I was in the movie, and that happens fairly early on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And I kept thinking, he was having a really hard time at all of these physical activities. He is in way too good of shape Mm -hmm. to be this bad at all of these things. They picked the wrong person. You know who would have been great for this? The guy that was in that other movie, the Fit for a Prince movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to edit that down. (laughs) That was too loud, but oh my gosh, (laughs) I can see that. And I mean, that's kind of a, an insult, but you're right. He does fit the more I'm not athletic and I'm kind of clumsy vibe or something.
1: Yeah. Well, and Ryan, like, I just feel like he's probably done some boxing to some extent in his exercises Mm. you know what I'm saying like his his body just is like it's pretty big for him not to have done anything other than I guess they showed him running once
0: they did although I felt like he kind of ran weird I mean I still like Ryan and you know I'd watch him run still but he (laughs) ran with like his arms out like he's holding jugs of milk or something and he's like I (laughs) I don't know (laughs) <laughs> what I was, But that's what it looked like to me. And I was like, this is a strange running
1: stance. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that. I mean... <laughs> you just weren't paying attention. I think uh, I was, an- yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty an- safe to say. Another part I liked, though, was them getting locked in the escape room. I thought that was kind of different. And it kind of made me laugh when they got stuck. And when he started opening up about overthinking and working hard not to fail at things. Uh-huh. I did I did relate to his character. They just didn't do a great job of making it interesting. but the things he was saying about like not wanting to fail at things always having to be good at things, you know, I totally get that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I related to his character more than I related to her character. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really super care for her character. In general, I like the idea of the boot camp thing. I just don't know what I didn't like about her character, though.
0: Well, I feel like they just didn't give her... Like, they had him keep trying to get more from her, and she would never give him anything. And then she never really gave anyone else anything. It was just, I'm hung up on my ex-boyfriend, or ex-husband, rather. And then I'm not hung up on him anymore. But there's really nothing else about her
1: yeah her whole point to the boot camp is that you know you can you can save yourself from feeling like this you don't have to be like depressed or upset or anxious or whatever it is you can have control over your future and Mm -hmm. she'd been doing this for 10 years and still is hung up on her ex right (laughs) So, and it felt like the moral of the story ended up being you can never really move on until you find someone else. That's really what it felt like. Ooh.
0: <laughs> That's a good point because it's true.
1: Yeah, cuz she couldn't move on from her ex until until that scene even where they end up kissing.
0: Yeah, and even in the end, although she means it as a joke, she calls him her rebound. Yeah this is terrible writing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was like, this, this was the kicker for me on the storyline. You're taking the empowerment issue out of it. And now you're just saying, you know what? Well, you can't, <laughs> can't do it anyway. So find another person and you can move on. And even the sister, I don't think they, they did not explore the sister's relationship with that guy at all, unless I completely missed it. They mentioned it like kind of in passing really quickly.
0: Okay, I think I missed them even mentioning it in passing because I thought that okay, good. It's not they were me. going into a secondary love story with those
1: two, but then we never really got there. Well, at the very end when he's being interviewed, well, when he's interviewing her, I think she says something about it. And I I think I was not paying a ton of attention, so maybe they didn't say, even say it, but I felt like that's where it was going the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause like they switched to dance together
0: cause she didn't want to dance with her brother romantically, yep. which made total sense. And there were some other scenes, but yeah, normally they try to build that up a little bit better.
1: Yeah. It was poorly done. I felt like. Yeah. Unless they were not going to get them together. At which point I felt like they could have better executed <laughs> that as well. Yeah. It was just poorly done
0: poor hallmark when will we have a winner okay so we are now on to
1: clover hold on i got one thing oh really okay technically this is i mean this doesn't really fall under anywhere else other than storyline at the escape room Mm -hmm. and she's like there's a bomb oh my gosh i was like dude why are we acting like that she's trying to get them hyped carrie get excited you're an escape room (laughs) I mean, I think an escape room is fun on its own. I don't really feel like it was like she went from like no excitement to like a thousand. I felt like.
0: Yeah, but you feel like that a lot of the times with the, the
1: girls. <laughs> They're just over the top for you. That is true. Sometimes that. the Yeah. A lot of the same girls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, goodness. <sighs> I okay, hope have to be on the lookout for the next movie she's in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not till Christmas. I don't think she's usually in things that are not Christmas movies.
0: I thought she was in a winter movie with Chad Michael Murray.
1: Who are we talking about now? <laughs> Italia Ricci. Oh, I thought oh, you were talking, you talking about the girl that I think is usually over the top, which is Alicia Witt. <laughs> oh,
0: no. She hardly ever enters my mind unless... Hallmark forcibly puts her there. <laughs> oh, well, you you be on the lookout for Alicia. I'm not.
1: I'm uh, Well, I'm not either.
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to Clovers for spring. And this is going to mean how romantic the movie was, because that's what we decided. <laughs> and I gave it two
1: Clovers, because it was not very romantic at all. Um, I also gave it to Clovers. I will say too, did you notice this at the very end where she goes to his office and the music starts playing over the top and it's like this angelic music, like exponentially too loud? Uh, No, but I noticed the song.
0: So I didn't notice the music, but I I noticed it because it's Wonder by Shawn Mendes, which is fairly new-ish. And he did a whole documentary about it. So I was surprised that they
1: paid the money for it. <laughs> oh, is that really his his song? Like, or did they have somebody like do a cover for it?
0: Well, I thought it was Sean singing it, but I guess I don't know. I didn't notice that it wasn't him if it was okay. a cover.
1: Well, you would know better than me because I, <clears throat> I have a hard time with music sometimes. <laughs> I still feel like it would have cost money. Yeah, no, I I think it would have too, but I bet if they did a cover, it would be less expensive.
0: Yeah. I wonder at what point people allow their music to be covered for that kind of thing, though. I don't know. Interesting. We don't know
1: anything about music, but (laughs) we have
0: questions. We
1: do have questions. We need to one day maybe have an interview with somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, hit us up. Okay. So was this a love?
0: Or nonsense.
1: Uh, nonsense.
0: Yep, pretty much. It sucked. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. It was on par with chasing waterfalls, which was kind of a surprise. I am going to put it just
1: above chasing waterfalls, just because Ryan Pavey. But they're pretty even. I agree they are pretty even, and I'm putting it just a little below Chasing Waterfalls. Well, there you go. Sorry, Ryan. (sighs) He forgives you.
0: Okay. So our next review will be As Luck Would Have It. Is that what it's called? I can't remember.
1: Well, yeah, because next week's is One Perfect Wedding.
0: Oh. But you're not planning to watch One Perfect Wedding, are you? No, I'm not. And they just showed I feel like they showed the Irish movie's preview way more than the Perfect Wedding preview. That's why I thought it was next.
1: Maybe it's because they need to promo the Irish one more because the one Perfect Wedding already has a fan base, you know, from previous movies. That's Hold on, true. Let me see. I'm trying to Google it. Let's see, no April 3rd. So, Easter weekend. Okay. Well, I will not be watching that. I'll be watching it. Have fun. But not so, until later in the week, so I don't think we will be covering it.
0: No, we're, we won't be covering it. Sorry, everyone who loves the One Perfect Whatever series.
1: Maybe we need to um, figure out something different to do.
0: Yeah, we should probably like, cover Mystery 101. <laughs> <laughs> and the new movie. Which I still need to watch. (laughs) Yeah. But we will be back on April 10th. Well, no.
1: The Wednesday after April 10th.
0: Yeah, the Wednesday after April 10th. For as luck would have it. And I really hope that it does well. We only have two more chances for good movies. Basically that one or the right in front of me movie.
1: Yeah, and I don't even... Oh, Janelle Parrish is in that one and Marco Grazini. Grazini. Um, cause I was like, I don't even remember what that one was about, <laughs>
0: but now I, I think, do. I think it's a strong pairing, but they haven't been doing well so far. So I'm a little concerned.
1: Yeah. I would be curious to know how other people feel about these movies. Has Jen mentioned, what did Jen think of Chasing Waterfalls? Uh, I'm sorry, Jen. I don't remember. I think she liked it <laughs> fine. I can't remember hearing her gush about it. What, well, Which I feel like is saying something because I think Jen usually is very much likes these movies. Like, I don't think she's as critical of them as, e- <laughs> as either no, one of no. us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have to be critical. We have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I would like to know what other people think, too. Why don't we have more Hallmark friends? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Be friends with those guys.
0: (laughs) This is also why we started the podcast. (laughs) Because we need friends. (laughs) We need Hallmark friends specifically. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just looked at my predictions, and the last two movies were one and two for me. So.
1: They were one and two for me also. I think we had the same guesses.
0: Yeah. And. Don't go breaking my heart was three and then four for me. But I think you yours would be off now that you switched those. Yep. Okay. That about wraps it up. All right. Goodbye. See you later. We don't see anyone.
1: (laughs) So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast we'd love it if you leave us a review apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media yes
0: follow us on facebook and instagram at love and nonsense podcast
1: talk to you later bye